0: This is Mark Sevi with Hot Points podcast. I am here with a good friend and sometimes collaborator Christopher Stiles. Hello Chris.
1: Hello Mark. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm uh, enjoying the uh, it's overcast and cool here in where I'm at. Uh, I, I what are you at sunny full sun and
1: uh, we are only supposed to get up into the high 80s today.
0: Chris is a uh, accomplished uh, novelist. He's got seven novels published, uh, pl- probably many more written, but your, his last one, uh, Silken Swords, dropped in November. I th- no, when, when did we say
1: it? Dropped? Yes, November.
0: November. And then uh, so he was going to have, I I think maybe a couple more this summer, Or but but I don't know if that's been uh, shifted.
1: I, I'm beginning to think it's going to be in 2022.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That, yeah. That spreads out your fame a little yep. bit. <laughs> so, um, anyway, you can find him at ChristopherStyers.com, spelled just like it sounds, or, uh, Amazon. He's got Amazon page, Barnes and Noble page, Goodreads page. Is what was the other one you were promoting, uh, before? The, um, it began with an S. Was it Smash words. Yeah
1: okay yeah but the e-books for my last 2 ebooks, they they're on sale for half price
0: yeah great but try guys avail yourself this is great summer reading it's escapism it's fantasy yes. it's sexy um it's um it, it's got a lot of good stuff in it uh so check well, it you. out yeah you're welcome um so we're we 're here we 're bi weekly which me, or bi monthly, which means we only do two of these a month and they're only twenty some minutes apiece, but we don 't want to bore you we don 't want to get tired of it ourselves, so we we kind of just shift it uh, i i don 't know about Chris, but I always look forward to doing these yes because it, it doesn 't feel like a chore or a burden um, and of course that 's not the only reason to do these things, but it does get to be uh, a lot of work uh, when you get down to the editing and stuff so so that just so you know, uh, you can reach us at 919 scripts. That's nine one nine seven two seven four seven eight seven, 727 4787 or at plotpoints.com or at any, uh, really any, I mean, we're all over the place. It always surprises me when I see where the podcast is migrated to. So, but the, the big ones are iTunes or Apple, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts. Um, and you can find us there. Um, so Chris, what are you working on? Are you still working on your script from the last couple of weeks?
1: Yes, still working on that. Mm-hmm. doing some rewriting.
0: Yeah, well, you're also point. doing you're also doing some uh, some classwork, right?
1: Yes, I've um, taking the intermediate uh, script writing class, which uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember who the teacher is. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that guy. That guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you in class. Uh, I think you're going to be a benefit to a lot of the people in there who are just starting out. It's it's hard. You know, one of the hardest things I do as a teacher is to allow people their own level, to find their own level. And, um, you know, there's things as pro- such as processes, writing processes, yes. finding your own voice. I mean, if you and I compared what we were writing when we started to compare to to now not only would we i see a lot of improvement, but we would see a change in voice the way that uh, we approach our work right i mean, oh
1: absolutely
0: yeah so uh i i do have i i believe i still have everything I've ever written uh regarding creative writing i i have the the very first assignments that I took at at uh at uh, the college with uh in in some classes and anyway it's fun to look back but it also it, you, you grimace you think oh my god was that, did i really think that was any good so uh so i'm sure 20 years from now we'll look back and go oh my god what did we ever think that was any good uh, yeah. so i'm finishing what else anything else so you're working you're working on a script in class you're working yes. on uh the other suspense thriller that you're that you're that you were talking about yes um and uh, you're not working on any novel stuff right
1: no no novels at the moment okay yeah i don't novel blame ideas you. keep popping into my head but I've gotta i keep putting them up on the shelf
0: now have you ever written or tried to write a thriller of any sort like a, as a novel like a you know born identity or a James Bond type
1: of you well know? my novel um rebel nation mm-hmm is alternative history but it's basically a thriller.
0: Oh, okay. I I had forgotten. Okay. Cool. We'll have to check that out one of these yes. days. Yeah. Yeah, I so I'm just finishing oh god, it seems like a ton of stuff. Um I'm still working on my books. Uh I'm finishing The Bible for a Pilot. Uh-huh. Uh I I'm working on the third of six articles for Final Draft. That's shaping up, uh, except this morning I was looking at something in Final Draft and I realized I gotta cover, I gotta at least mention it in the article and it was, it was an oversight. There's tools in Final Draft, uh, that in case you guys don't know, like Beatboard, Story Map, mm-hmm. um, there's tagging. Oh my God. There's just such a, every time they put out a new version of Final Draft, they, they put in these tools. And some of these tools come in very handy when you're working on a, when you're working on a script, especially if you're trying to do like something like a TV series or, yes. yeah. So, so anyway, um, not only avail yourself of the articles when they come out, we'll, we'll make that announcement here. There's still, they're still editing the first two and this one will go uh, to final draft uh, today or tomorrow, you know, but, but check around and see what's out there. Final draft has some amazing help files, um, really incredible video. They're, they've got some talented people doing all that stuff so so what are you uh, so uh, we're all we're both busy we're both doing you know some good work here uh yes. what are you watch what have you been watching that uh that you're enjoying
1: um As of Friday, I started watching the Olympics.
0: Oh, yeah, the Olympics. I I wanted to mention that. Absolutely.
1: And uh, some of it is just totally fascinating. All of it, I sit there and go, I couldn't do that. Um, (laughs) But, uh, you know, and some of the stuff, you kind of like, really? This is an Olympic sport?
0: Mm. I think they they try them out every, they try new ones out, right? Sometimes they they don't
1: last. But some of the stuff. Is just incredible.
0: Yeah. They're, they're amazing, amazing human beings and um,
1: amazing stories. Yeah. And yeah.
0: Well, especially, cool. especially since they combined the Paralympics with the, the Olympics. Um, yes. they, the both those organizations merged, but, uh, the TV ratings are down on the Olympics right now. They're not, they're not where they want them to be. And obviously there's some problems with coverage or because of Tokyo's, you know, completely, it's what, 13, 13 hours ahead or something like that?
1: Yeah, something like that. Plus, they've got a major COVID upsurge.
0: Right, right. Yeah, everybody's yeah. everybody's read the news about that. So, yeah.
1: anything else you're watching? Nothing I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. Oh, um, I did finish watching uh, Fear Street.
0: Oh, yeah, Fear Street, the, you mentioned that.
1: Yeah, I watched the uh, third one. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, he, I mean, I know you recommended that when we were talking uh the other day, so
1: Yeah, all three I recommend.
0: Yeah. So I'm finishing not finishing. I started a new season of a series called Unforgotten, which uh-huh. is really good. It's a Brit series, but wow, it's um it's the actresses and the the it basically starts both seasons basically start with an a skeleton. And move into trying to figure out the where, the why, the what, the who. It, oh. It's pretty incredibly uh, written. And it's got some deep personal stories for the detective, too. She's a, uh, she's a mother and a, and a, uh, daughter and her, her you know, anyway, it's, it's typical. It, it's really typical, but it was really well done. I can't remember the actress. I'll put it in the show notes, but she's excellent. So, and then, um, I watched a couple Bond films, um, Oh, ah. lately I I watched. So I did it wrong. I did it wrong. I watched. Uh, I I've seen them all, but I watched the Quantum. No, I watched. Um, yeah, I watched the Quantum of Solace. Uh-huh. Then I went back and watched Casino Royale, which okay. was the first of the Bond, the Craig, uh, Daniel Craig, yeah. Daniel Craig. And then I then yesterday I watched um uh not Spectre um whatever Skyfall? the one, huh yeah it's Skyfall. Skyfall. And then I'm going to finish it up with Spectre and then, um, you know, the, the, the new Bond is coming out in October, supposedly along with Dune, the first part of Dune, which that's going to be a big month for, we're going to, we're going to find out if theaters are back in business for sure. And then, um, and you mentioned Jungle Cruise coming up. That's a Disney product. Uh, it's with uh, the rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt, who I, who I thoroughly love. Um. So it should be fun. It should be a great, a great. uh, You know, they're doing. I think they're doing it right. They're they're putting back into service a lot of really fantastic films that you really want to see in the theaters.
1: You don't. Yes, you want to watch them with an audience,
0: right? Or on a big screen with the, you know, an amazing sound system. Uh. So yeah. Anyway, uh, well, we've got our, we've got our work cut out for him. If you want to keep up with any of this stuff, man, you really got to be, you got to get organized. I have a, I have a thing on my phone, uh, Samsung notes where I, I keep track of all the TV series I watch because, (laughs) you know, you start to watch it and then something else grabs your attention and you go back to it and you realize, I don't remember where I was in this series or it leaves, right? Like uh, this, what did this, this happened with Blue Bloods. Um, I was watching Blue Bloods every once in a while on Netflix. I w- I'd watch an episode or two and then all of a sudden it's gone. And it's, um, I know, I know I can find it, but it's like, well, wait a minute. If I hadn't kept track of that, I'd be going to a completely different streaming service and trying to figure out where I, where I, I don't even remember what season I'm in on yes. any of these shows. So, uh, there's got to be, there's got to be a better way to do this. And I'm sure somebody's going to come up with it. I'm kind of surprised that. Um, some of these streaming sticks, like Fire TV and Roku, don't. Maybe they do. I know uh, Amazon Prime keeps track of what you're watching in your history, but yeah. it doesn't keep track of what you're watching with Netflix or PBS Masterpiece or HBO right. or any of those. So, <clears throat> anyway, um, you app uh, g- uh, geniuses, get on, jump on that. Let's uh, let's have an app where we can keep track of all that stuff. So uh I am Mark Sevy and I'm with my friend Christopher Stiers. uh ChristopherStiers.com, author page on Amazon Barnes and Noble Goodreads Smashwords you can buy his books at a at a good discount uh, the digital versions on Smashwords right now and um Chris and I have collaborated on on scripts and and we we shift our stuff back and forth and yell at each other and call each other names and then um and then it's forgotten and it's not even thought about. But um, it's he's a he's a great guy to collaborate with. I keep I, I've all often wondered what it must have been like to critique Harlan Ellison's work. You know, he, <laughs> 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 you idiot! Don't you see what I'm trying to accomplish here? I mean, I loved Harlan Ellison. He was amazing, but he was definitely a uh, a curmudgeon, curmudgeonly yeah. character. So. <laughs> So Chris we were we've done up to this point we've done the top 5 um 1990 to 2000 cop shows and 20 2000 to 2010 now we're going to do 2010 to um to 2021 which we're not being I mean we're not exactly exact you know like if there's a 2010 and 2010 from last time or whatever but the, we wanted to do only American cop shows and they right. had to be police. They had, they couldn't be private detectives. They couldn't be right. like, well, you cheated and used Castle one day, but I, yeah. which I uh, a little bit objected to, but, but they're supposed to be cop shows.
1: So I didn't do that this time. Okay. <laughs> I stuck with police shows. Police American too. Cause all right.
0: All right. Well, let's hear
1: right. I threw in a Canadian cop show that was really good yes last time
0: yes you did and honestly if we had to if we involved any foreign uh most of mine would be british so yeah. uh anyway
1: all right let's hear your list okay uh, my top five and i had a tough time with this one i did too and some of the ones i'm about to list if i had we had a list of favorite cop shows some of these would be on that list mm-hmm. okay my top five are The Rookie, Mayor of East Town.
0: Okay. That's Bosch.
1: H-P-O.
0: Oh, yeah, Bosch, of course.
1: Blue Bloods and Justified. Justified, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and you – let's see, one, two, three. We have three overlaps. I had – Okay. this time I had Blue Bloods. Uh-huh. Um, I had Bosch. Uh-huh. And I had Justified. uh uh-huh. I also had, uh, Law and Order SVU. Okay. And Southland made the list again because I just, um, it was, tw- it was up until 2013. So it, it, it fell into the the right category, but it just, it's one of the, I think more, every cop I talk to says that's their favorite cop or that's, oh. yeah, it's a, it's pretty well done. Okay. So, um, yeah. And then I had, I had an, an honorable mention for, For Brooklyn Nine Nine, (laughs) we never talk about that show, (laughs) but it is—it's hilarious. Uh, If you, I mean, I I go—it's just funny, 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 Uh funny stuff. So uh. anyway, those are great shows. These are—you know—the it's a staple of television. We, we, Chris and I, can probably—if we started in the what the '30s, maybe the '40s yeah um, I bet we could track some really amazing cop shows. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, they're just one of those things that just never seem to get too old. Uh, they' are right. especially shows like Bosch. oh my God, and then Justified is so completely different. Uh, it, it just really makes you appreciate that there's a lot of ways to tell these stories, so. yes. Okay, so um we are let's see. we are plot points uh, podcast. We're at plotpoints.com. You can reach us at 919 scripts, which is 919-727-4787, which is the uh, it's a phone number that goes to a Google Voice recording, and you can leave us questions, comments, uh, whatever you wish. And then uh, Amazon, you can reach us uh, at Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, <laughs> Podbean, uh, just amazing uh, where we're at they're they're all picked up and uh, Chris do you have a question one question we can answer quickly
1: yes uh, hopefully all right okay okay how can the writer make the audience feel
0: by feel you mean do you mean like relate to
1: or yes and react to
0: yeah so there's a there's a phrase I saw when I was a young writer uh if that was ever the case where it it was an actor's (laughs) kind of mantra, which is act, uh, truthfully under imaginary circumstances. And so I took that and co-opted it and said, write truthfully under imaginary circumstances. So the thing about writers is we're supposed to be able to write. I mean, that you have heard this for years, I'm sure, is write what you know. Well, okay. Well, that, that invalidates pretty much all the writing on the planet. You, yes. There's no way that science fiction writers could, could write what they, what they, I mean, nobody's, nobody's been to Mars. Nobody's been right. on the interplanet. Nobody's been on Dune, you know? So what they're doing, it, the way it came, it came to me is the way you write truthfully under imaginary circumstances is you take your characters and of course you have to know something about the world that you're creating or whatever and then you just insert we're all we all know what it's like to feel loss and love and and lust and and anger all those emotions that drive us are common to all of us and so when you put put those characters in those unique situations they're still going to react like people. And that's what causes, I think, the audience to relate to the characters and also makes them feel, you know, loss. And if somebody's in a, you, you remember that movie? I think it was, oh God, it was with Jeff Bridges. He was on a moon with an alien. I'm going to forget what it was called. Uh, oh, it,
1: yes. I'm, and I'm drawing a blank on the name too.
0: Yeah. Anyway, it was a very powerful movie, even though it took place between um, a human being and an alien uh, because oh. it, because of they, they shared common values. They shared uh, loss and they shared anger and they shared. So the thing to do is just to write truthfully under imaginary circumstances and use what you know emotionally as a as a person to create your characters. And I think that that helps more than anything else. All right. Uh, we're going to sign off here in a minute. I'm going to Ask Chris to uh, if he has a writer's quote that he wants to share with us.
1: Okay. This is uh, from screenwriter Josh Wheaton. OK. OK. I write to give myself strength. I write to be the characters that I am not. I write to explore all the things I'm afraid of. Mm. It's
0: good stuff. Good stuff. Josh is very, very accomplished. Uh, so he's, uh, he, he knows of what, of what he speaks. All right. Well, uh, my name is Mark Seve. Uh, I'm with a, a great, great guy, Christopher Styers, ChristopherStyers.com. And he's got, uh, author pages all over the place. Go to any bookseller and you'll find him. Um, and we are Plot Points podcast, which you can find us on the web at plotpoints.com on any of the, uh, any of the uh, aggregators that that publish podcasts. And, uh, you, you know, just give us a shout out. Let us know how you're doing. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for uh, for everything.
1: Thanks for inviting me again. I have, I enjoyed this.
0: I enjoy it too, Chris. Thank you very much. For myself, for Christopher Stiers, for all the men and women at Orange County Screenwriters Association, we ask you to stay cool in this heat. Uh, be safe, uh, get your vaccinations, and be inspired and do good work. All right.
2: <music>